0: You know, us guys, love to give directions. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We love to give directions. <laughs> you know, you, you, you're walking in the street, you're rushing somewhere, and someone's like, excuse me, can you, can you tell me the way to the church? And, and you stand there and you give them directions, because we love to give them directions. You know, your baby mama might be giving birth to your child, and you'll
1: running to the
0: hospital, and you bump into someone who says, like, hey,
1: can you show me the way to the petrol station? And, and you'll stand there and you give directions, even if you don't even know where the petrol
0: Air, and I'm tea, the hello Sskelievers non-scalivers and as I always say and I always hope soon to be Scalievers I'm Matt Skellington, and congratulations on downloading this episode of Matt Sskelinton's It or not This week's guests are Ben Target and Pope Lonergan. Now, I suppose it's kind of a bonus episode, this, because I've actually spoken to Ben Target before. He was my first ever guest on this podcast. And basically, he briefly mentioned um, something that he was up to called the Care Home Tour, where he kind of goes around care homes with some other comedians and performs to the elderly. Now, we briefly covered this in our chat, but since then, he's kind of... Well, he's in the middle of it right now with Pope. Um, And they've got a lot of backing from a lot of well-known comedians. And they've also got a television company who are interested in making a documentary about them. Uh, So just to give you a general idea of what it is they're actually up to before you start listening to this, I'm going to hand over to Ben's future self, which I've taken from the podcast, that just nicely sums up what it's about and probably helps you with the rest of your journey through this magical, magical
2: podcast. We're trying to develop a show format that we can take to care homes and that show is one that um, is both a a day of creative activities that hopefully nourish the residents because it engages their still uh, their their capacities that are still there to be creative and then to also entertain and we don't really know what form that's going to take on but we are getting closer to something that could be that yeah. you
0: know? there you go I couldn't have said it any better myself well now you've listened to that and you have a bit of a better idea then here we go this is Ben Target and Pope Lonigan. well thanks for uh, letting me catch up with you guys yeah. uh, Ben I spoke to you you were my first ever podcast
2: you were my first Oh, stop it. <laughs> uh,
0: absolute privilege. And, you know, I listened to it back again the other day because I'm a narcissist. And, uh, yeah, it's it's brilliant. Uh, di- different microphone this time. What do you think of this? Can you describe it to the listeners?
1: garfy Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's sort of... Um, it's, it tired. is phallic.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. you
1: yeah. <laughs> can't get around it. <laughs> it's
0: Robocop had an extendable penis yeah yeah
1: it's good though I it like it it would probably be like this mm. yeah
0: um, Pope it's the first time yes we've actually met right
1: uh, I've, I'm not sure if we are, uh,
0: I feel like I don't think we've met before
1: no no maybe not we're, no.
0: we're, we're chums on Facebook yes yes we are so yeah. I think you know that counts yeah that's real life weird, nowadays. Yeah, 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 yeah. but it is weird because I've had like we've commented on stuff and, mm. and kind of chatted and then you go hold on I've never met this guy Facebook can just do that where you are just like.
1: Yeah, you do fine. feel acquainted. It's really weird. Do you? Uh, I said it's kind of like a like friendship, but like a prosthesis of friend. Like it's like a friendship mm. prosthesis. Mm. It's not real, but it kind of uh, simulates a real friendship. Yeah, <laughs> it's
2: so
0: much easier to maintain. Isn't it? Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Rather than having to meet up. Although Ben came around to mine the other day to to have pancakes.
2: That was. One of the best nights of this year.
1: Were they real sure. pancakes or virtual? It was... Were they, they were real, real, the real stuff. <laughs> it was
2: a <laughs> night of indulgence. It was, you know, culinary <laughs> opulence. We, the pancakes just kept coming. Yeah. Different toppings. We, your, went, we your, went pan global on it. We I, went,
0: it was special what, what Ben was making himself.
2: What, John, what was uh, it?
0: Describe the, the mega one you made.
2: Coconut butter, Nutella, and crunchy nut peanut butter. Oh, oh, you went all out, boy! Sliced banana on top. You went all out. A little bit of nutmeg, a little bit of cinnamon, a little bit of brown sugar, some hazelnuts. nuts. That's good. And some chili flakes. I, I had a I, I, <laughs> but no pancake. That but was no good. pancake. That was just just just
1: this. Just, uh, just yeah, like uh, fudge. It
2: was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a
1: it was, a, it was a nice fudge. <laughs> I am um, I, I, I actually had a vicar dibley pancake day where I uh, I. I accidentally had free, you know like the big oh, yeah, yeah, special yeah. where she has uh, three, uh, three, yeah, three Christmas dinners yeah I had three loads yeah. of pancakes um, and I was too polite to, to refuse any of them and too fat
0: <laughs> <laughs> well you know pancakes are pancakes at the end of the day
1: I uh, <laughs> <laughs> on that note It will end it there <laughs> see, my links are seamless yeah,
2: anyway. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but on the last podcast that I spoke to you on, the first one. <laughs> you were talking about doing this care home tour uh, with your boy Pope, and we kind of mentioned it. We didn't really go into much detail about it. But now you've you've both been in the, the thick of it, so to speak. So I've come to talk to you guys about how it's been going, what's going on, and just basically describe what the whole thing is a little bit more. I know bits and bobs, but for myself and for the listeners out there, I want to talk to you a little bit more in depth. This is kind of like a bonus podcast. It's specifically about something um, although it's very nice to meet you pope yeah thank you it's, no, nice it's nice to talk to you again. Likewise. so so pope you work in care
1: yeah yeah i've uh, so i've worked in care for for about 5 years initially started as a job just to supplement my income but it's kind of weird like like subconsciously it's like i was almost uh, emulating The job, or like I had experience with elderly people when I was young because my mum was a nurse, but then she had a big chunk of time where she worked in a care home. And whenever I was off, like, so I used to, when I was young, I used to worry about um, Saddam Hussein dropping bombs all the time. So I always worried about complete annihilation, and I'd have to get my mum, I'd have to feign illness. To get my mum to pick me up from school because I was scared that he was going to bomb all the sea life. So, yeah, so, so he said, "Oh no, don't worry. The bombs aren't going to hit Earth. They're going to go into the sea and kill the sea life." So yeah, so my mum would pick me up, and because she was working, she'd take me into um, into the care home, and I'd kind of like sit amongst all of them, and I wasn't perturbed. I was, I just felt really comfortable with them, and yeah. even though they were coming out with. <coughs> You know the, the, the kind of uh, abstract uh, sort of surreal stuff that they come out with with dementia. I was, I just went with it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because you and you're you're a comedian as well. Yeah, like. yeah, that's so right. Stand yeah, up. Yeah. Um, yeah. And is that how you two did you two meet first on the
2: circuit? Uh, we met at mm-hmm. uh, Josie Long's Black Heart Lost Treasures of the Black Heart. Yeah, Park.
1: yeah, yeah. We no, we didn't actually meet then. I I'd done. Josie's uh, lost treasures of the black heart, and I had mentioned to Josie, uh, I want to, I want to do this project where we we kind of bring comedy to care homes, but that's specifically tailored uh, for people with dementia, rather than something that they can actually engage with and enjoy, rather than what you think they would enjoy. Um, and yeah, and she just said she said get in contact with Ben Tajay. He's your man. He, this is a really brilliant project, you know, kind of pursue it. And when when I got off the got off the drugs and I, <laughs> and I finally had uh, you know, some uh, some uh, oomph in me yeah. and some momentum, I, I got in contact with Ben and do you want
0: to... so what well, do you think Jersey recommended Ben for your physical um comedy side of it? why why, I, I, why does she yeah, recommend I think you? So.
2: I think because um I mean, that, that gig that she used to run or still runs? I don't think it runs anymore. The no, gig maybe. she used to run was, a I guess, pro- predominantly a stand-up gig. Mm. But she kindly invited me to come and do wacky, far-out, <laughs> physical stuff <laughs> once in a while. And I feel like I did meet you there you once. You did. I you didn't. I didn't. Okay, so I've just made this up since we've been working yeah, together because,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah yeah
2: you've you've probably yeah you've probably merged like two to uh, memory you've got yeah. a false memory mate there we go <laughs> i'm 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 getting affected by this project in more than one way <laughs> yeah. so you got a phone uh, call from pope i got i got an email it's from an email. Pope out of the blue i was super busy at the time i had a lot going on i was quite overwhelmed and the email was uh really uh well thought through really honest uh, account of his experiences and a uh, summation of his idea which was to go into care homes and do a professional quality stand-up show that would connect with uh, residents living with dementia and my initial thought was absolutely not uh, i was just terrified um, <laughs> and. What, what do you think you're terrified at initially? What do you
0: think got to you? Is it I, could, I, was,
2: I think I was afraid that something I would. I, so I was afraid of causing harm. I, w- I, w- I was just. Uh, the whole scenario was incomprehensible to me at that time, and I couldn't imagine the material I had uh, causing anything other than, um, I guess, uh, it would just heighten tension it wouldn't it wouldn't be uh, be a pathway to release Uh, Yeah, there was this um, I've been looking for projects for a long time to use these peculiar skills that we get uh, in performance to um, to add value in some capacity to um, to society and because of that when Pope sent me that email uh, despite the terror I just said Yep, yeah, let's meet up. Let's chat. And so we had a chat. Yeah, and we met
1: at. Um, it was in Angel. It was like a cafe in Angel, wasn't it? And it, you know, it it was like a well I felt from my end it was uh, like an in- instantaneous rapport there so we both like straight off the bat was like I'm like, like I'm like me I'm like I'm a, I'm a drug addict like, I'm, like my life's really gone to shit lately like, like it was like off the, off the bat it was like yeah can we just get coffee first before we can I, I think, I think <laughs> Not even all oh this. I'm such a drug addict <laughs> like can we just get a bit of food
2: mate when, <laughs> calm down mate <laughs> d- despite uh, identifying as a, an introvert but when I feel comfortable around people, I think I'm a comprehensive oversharer. In the way that Pope yeah, yeah, is as is well, a, yeah, and yeah, we felt there were no walls between us. Yeah, yeah. Immediately, actually. we talked about our self-destructive tendencies and our journey away from that, and mm. it felt in a strange way that we were coming, at least emotionally, mm. from the same place. hundred oh, Of like yeah. seeking uh, purpose.
1: Mm. Absolutely I completely agree, and I think that was the that yeah that 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 was maybe the sort of sub, subconsciously that was why we were sharing to each other about mm. you know you know about the hard stuff that we've gone through and the hardships that we've had and then um a a need to like you were saying to have purpose and provide provide service i, I it was do you think
0: getting that off your chest to each other was kind of a way to to prepare for building this particular show or to go to, to to be doing this kind of thing? Do you think you kind of needed to have that initial meeting and go, let's oh yeah yeah let's be completely honest. Otherwise, we're not gonna be able to make the best.
1: Thing. Yeah yeah definitely yeah. it's it's definitely a a, um, a trust thing. But I wouldn't always I wouldn't always uh, I, I you know I do believe in kind of full disclosure. But I wouldn't always offer a part of myself. To anyone I just I don't know for whatever reason I felt really compelled to share with mm. Ben and then when it's reciprocated it you know it creates that cohesion and that that bond and it was like a yeah just like an instant bond it was a, it, yeah I haven't had that for a while with yeah with with people I mean the friends I've got are you know my main friends are the friends I've had basically since birth and then I've got other friends that I've you know that I've got along the way and I'm very close to but yeah I haven't had it in Quite a few years that, that like instant spark, like I can get bored with this yeah. guy. Yeah, it was. Um...
0: So, you thought we could actually do something here. So, after your first meeting, how did you then go about kind of designing and building this? Because it's, it's quite an ambitious project. Um, where did you start?
2: I think we set boundaries. I was very honest about the workload I was undertaking at the time and was clear about what time I could give to the project. And Pope was clear about his uh healing from addiction and needing to be in a safe working and relationship and it started with Pope booking a benefit I think
1: yeah that was it. yeah yeah I think that had actually I sort of got the wheels in motion uh, prior to meeting Ben I think it was in its like early tentative stages it was an Alzheimer's Benefit for for Angel Comedy who've been uh, very supportive with this whole like venture, mm. um, yeah. And i I was booking, um, I was already booking acts uh, uh, for that and kind of uh, laying the groundwork for that. But then I, I yeah, I kind of had two. I wanted to do this benefit, and then I wanted to do like I'll sort of start the the care home tour. Yeah.
0: Did the benefit get a good response? Did you get did were people? Yeah, yeah, no, really,
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've never. I, I think we both kind of realised that we are not natural <laughs> we're not promoters we're not we, have, we, yeah. didn't, we haven't we, it was very stressful but um, it went really well uh, I mean we had like uh, that fucking incredible lineup, mm. and, like Robin Ince Michael Legg Lou Sanders Richard Garde. It was, it, was, it was really strong strong like lineup. a dream bill yeah and, that, and Nathan dream. and Nathan Cassidy uh, MC and he just held the whole night together perfectly yeah. he was uh yeah, I, I was I was a fucking shambles, but but I was I was really because I'd never sort of uh, I'd never organized anything like this before, so I was a bit neurotic on that on that night. But yeah, everyone everyone pulled together. It just it went really 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 well. Yeah, so. what was
2: what what was clear after that to us was how much love and support in the community of comedians there was yeah. like so many cool amazing people vocalized their support, Deborah Francis White yeah. of the Guilty Feminist Podcast and David Badil yeah. and just heaps Matt of the five well, yeah, heaps of good people. And that gave us a real sense of excitement. Yeah. Of we're on to something that other people might one day be part of, you yeah. know? Mm. It felt like we'd started yeah, that yeah. tiny little snowball rolling
1: at yeah, the top yeah. of the mountain. Yeah definitely. It was like uh it you know, you, I, I think most people are a couple of degrees uh, away from uh, dementia impacting their life in, in, in some capacity, and, uh, and we hit at it, we, we hit on this kind of subject at quite a good time because David Bedil was was um, creating a lot of um, uh, he, he was kind of shining a light on it with regards to his dad who had Picks disease, and I'd actually I'd actually actually interviewed David for Vice. Um and I think that was me that I think that was kind of the catalyst for my fixation on merging the two worlds of like my two worlds of of dementia mm. and comedy. Um I I think that was seeing what he was doing with it and without it being exploitative or or, you know, the next laugh at you know, let's laugh at the old and the interim yeah. or anything like that. I, I he could do it in a in a in a in a delicate but very but very honest as well. Like I, the thing I've always said with what we're doing is I didn't want it to be Ricky Gervais's Derek mm. because I think that's quite. I, it's not to kind of denigrate someone else's work, but I, I think that's very saccharine, and I think actually in in a way I feel it's harmful because I think it's showing it's glossing over kind of the the the, the reality of that of that environment and when when you when when you you know you visit homes or you you put your family in there, it's not meeting that expectation of uh, you know oh, everything's lovely, everyone's fine there's, there's you know there's nothing going on, just nice cups of tea and stuff like that and then when you've got the actual reality of what care home's like mm. people are they are you know they're um, they're rattled by it you know they' yeah um, so
0: would you say it was the one of the things one of the reasons why you're doing this is to raise awareness? of Alzheimer's, or just kind of elderly people in general. What do you think, I I suppose my question is, what do you think your main purpose is?
2: For me, we're still in the pilot stages of this project. Mm. We're still discovering uh, what effect we're having and how we can uh, develop that so it is useful. And I feel like our intentions are shifting considerably, with each encounter because the project's so young. However, some things are coming to light. For me, um, if we can use this to show how our generation specifically can get involved in um, simple gestures of uh, joy and... um, play with the elders i feel like that could have a considerable impact on the landscape of caregiving in general yeah definitely, because yeah. the caregiving culture and system in this country for the elders is uh overburdened there are so many great professional caregivers and yet um There are just too many people who are now um living with dementia and and not receiving um a good quality of care because there's not enough workers yeah yeah and you know there are so there are so many big questions and issues around this which you know we we it would i would feel i feel foolish saying you know whether we can have any impact whatsoever, but um, we're trying to develop a show format that we can take to care homes. And that show is one that um, is both a, a day of creative activities that hopefully nourish the residents because it engages their s- still, uh, their, their capacities that are still there to be creative. And then to also entertain, and we don't really know what form that's going to take on. Yeah. But we are getting closer to something that could be that. Yeah.
1: You know? And I, th- I think I what was trying to say. I, would, uh, I want to kind of extricate, or is it extricate? I want to take away. I want families to like consciously take away their own discomfort at seeing but you know maybe an elder uh, relative um someone who's the like the matriarch or the patriarch of the family being neotenized being infantilized kind of you know regressing in 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 their in their in their mental state and i want people to embrace this new reality so i want them to yeah. i want them to realize like uh, it's not the father you knew but it's still your father. He's still alive, yeah. um, and he's got an altered. Uh, he's in an altered state, an altered reality. But go with it, like go along with it. Go on this journey with him, and it's like what we we're saying about um, what we're trying to do. We're basically trying to uh, create an improv troupe, where three quarters of the improv troop have got dementia. Like we're, that's exactly what we're doing. With their, okay. they're part of the improv troop. So, yeah. and and when. So, some of the problems that that arise is when families um, correct their their perception of reality. So, so they'll say, um, "Oh, you know, they're actually eighty. They're in a care home. The husband's dead." They'll go, "Oh, I, I met my." met my husband the other day blah blah, blah uh, and he's just pops the shops at the moment now going no 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 he hasn't popped the shops mum uh, he's dead he's dead your husband is right. dead and it's so disorientated it's like us now like going we're not sitting in a kitchen recording a podcast we're swimming we're yeah. doing swimming and imagine we go no we, we are sitting in the kitchen I can see it I can see the kitchen yeah and it's so yeah. it's like yanking them out of. so it, of, it
0: kind of hinders them
1: yeah yeah definitely yeah carry. And, and we're trying to kind of pick, uh, pick up the thread of, of what they're experiencing and go along with that ride and just it, yeah. it, and just go along yeah. with what they're telling us or what they're talking about. And there's like a wonderful um, moment between Helen and uh, a resident the other day mm. where this uh, resident was kind of uh, allowing Helen access into a world and it was like quite conspiratorial. She was like talking to Helen, going, "So, so, um, so is Helen? Oh, Helen Duff. So Helen Duff, who is part of, we've got this. We have got a troop. I yeah, guess. we've got a troop. Yeah, they're like the in-house players. So the people who did the first one were uh, me and Ben, Adam Riches, Lucy Hopkins, Cat Bond, uh, Helen Duff, and Nathan Lang. And yeah, and um, and, and we, we it's gonna be like." They're kind of going to be in rotation. So okay, they might right. not all be part of it, but we'll always pick a few of them to be part of, of the different shows. And Helen's been the one uh, who's probably done it more than anyone else. I think she's been there for everything, really. So it's me, Ben, and Helen have been the ones who've, who've done everything uh, we've done so far. And do
0: you kind of... Is there a stage-based area? Is there an area that... You know, do the people, do the um, residents come in to a certain area to to go? This is
1: yeah, it's like yeah, show time. You know, with it, it's very makeshift, as you can imagine. This yeah. care home, um, there's, uh, they don't actually have a, um,
2: you know, a set space. But but we provide a sense of occasion. Yeah and yeah. So, you know, every care home is different, mm-hmm. and we've been able to set up. The show as if, you know, it's in the round or front on like a theatre, and yeah. we introduce ourselves and we have music and we do treat it like it's, uh, you know, For any other stand-up show yeah, we yeah. perform te- technically. Yeah, touching upon a, a thing uh, Pope mentioned, I feel like we've discovered that a huge part of caregiving, and a part that. Um, the public can learn is listening to people Mm. listening acknowledging their world and that's just straight up improv yeah yeah it is it is is. we that's the kind of
1: skills that not that i've got any of them skills but that's the yeah they're teaching me improv basically (laughs) They're, 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 they're teaching me um how to uh how to it's I mean they're kind of tapping into a very stark very vivid uh imaginative landscape that you really lose as you, as you get older, it's like you regain, you, you, kids do it naturally, you know, it's yeah. just very natural to children. I was a first rate fabulist when I was young. I was like constantly, <laughs> I was never in re- Do you know what? I read through diaries recently. I've got journals since I was six years old. I used to spy on people fucking loads. I've got so many spy records. I was such a creepy kid. Yeah. Like, what was I doing yeah. spying on them? <laughs> but it's like, a, like every five minutes, it's like, mum is in the kitchen now, <laughs> Ben is eating grapes. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> so, um, but, but go on, yeah. yeah yeah but yes. Yeah, so th- this is kind of imaginative world that mm. that uh children inhabit um they uh people with dementia inhabit as well and it can it's it's jarring because obviously it's um it's because of an illness you know we can't get away from the fact that yeah. it's uh, it is an illness and i'm not you know i'm not trying to I'm not trying to gloss over the, mm. the 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 real you know the real world. I'm not trying to gloss over the the, the trauma. You know, like that that is yeah. part of dementia, but in its nicer, more rewarding moments, um, that yeah, they they can be in that yeah, they can be in that kind of uh, uh, imaginative. So uh, yeah. So is each.
0: I suppose it's got to be a very loose performance before you go on because your idea is that at some point you're going to end up engaging with some of these people. Mm. Is that how... Like, What's the kind of formula, I suppose?
2: Well, we're still adapting it. And it's taken on, I guess, various uh, incarnations. Mm. The first show, we all had visual jokes, elements of music, and set pieces games that were interactive and generally speaking that worked well because we were also playing to family members you know Pope of course yes I think uh, original idea was that each show would be an event a coming together of uh, residents workers and family members so we tried to have material that hit on multiple levels we Mm. had visual gags which perhaps the family members would get and some of the residents we had interactive things which um allowed for uh residents to give give you know it triggered stories and um great responses from residents and the music seemed to get everyone yeah yeah, music's apparently a good oh, it's great. trigger, isn't it? it's It's yeah. incredible. Like, I mean, um,
1: yeah, they can recollect, uh, like, you know, whole entire songs. They can remember the lyrics and stuff like that. But we... Uh, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah my, my... Like Ben said, like, my first thing was, like, to create a, a kind of mat- matinee performance. Um, and, I mean, so everything we're doing at the moment is very trial and error. It's trying to... You know, it's in its uh, formative stages. Yeah. It's in like development, uh, um, like incubator stage, or whatever you say, and um, and we're trying things. And there was parts of that format that really worked, and and there were some um, lovely, you know, like lovely moments and stuff like that. But as we're going along, we're we're learning to make it uh, more immersive as well. So rather than performing at them, like this is your comedy. This like we all of us are doing comedy. Yeah. So we're learning to make it and this is why we introduced the, the workshopping thing. We said it's a bit more intimate, a bit more low key, we're sitting down with them, we actually can have a more one to one engagement. And it's a matter of trying to fuse the two so like they're involved in the performance as well. kinda of naturally rather than, you know, trying to trying to encourage them to be in it, they're just kind of in the performance. Yeah, and that's, this is what, this is what we're trying now and we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're moving on to. So there's been quite a few different transitions that we've gone through um, and I think we, we we're we learning to yeah. see what, what works. Yeah, well, so the,
2: sorry, go on. <laughs> I was just going to say, so the next iteration we're going to try is this show in two acts with an intimate workshop, yeah. uh, which Pope is excellent at facilitating where we, all sit down and speak to individuals and hear stories and pick up on uh, characters, yeah. personality traits, which we're hopefully then going to be able to put into this sort of entertainment show of the second the second act. Mm. So
1: and see and see the human being behind the dementia. So like yeah. the, the human being, yeah, getting to know them as people is just like. Uh, Seeing, seeing who we're dealing with really, and you know, learning to uh, do what we can to. So, so you'll get so. So we like had one the other day. You'll get one that's got like quite a wry, sardonic sense of humour, and then you'll <laughs> it, like the one who who kind of will like be like, "Oh, they, I'm I'm not into this shit," but like we a kind of. She's quite enjoying it, but she she she's uh, yeah. got to pretend that she's like a, <laughs> like she, This is a, she's a slightly above this, right? And so then you play to that. So then you will, you know, gently kind of try and encourage her and go like come on margaret come on get involved you know you want to get involved it's just, just like <laughs> leave me out of it leave me out of it. and then and then so you like wind her up in a benevolent way it's like a, a um uh, like you would with a fret. it's a friendship yeah. and then you'll have another one that's like a real eager beaver and really wants to try all the different games and you know wants to get involved and you know and then so you you're you're Yeah, so that that gives us a good opportunity to rather than it just being like a, a kind of blank faceless audience, it's we know the per, all the personalities in the audience, so we can um so we can tailor the show to each of the individuals. Isn't it? Yeah.
2: Yeah, the show becomes populated by them and us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're all complicit in what happens. Yeah. And uh. That's what you know that's what happens in a conventional theatre anyway yeah you know the audience are complicit even if they're not like acting the stuff mm. but we're taking it we're sort of breaking that down and yet retaining it
1: yeah
0: well it seems to be getting <clears throat> a bit of attention already i mean there's a uh, a channel or someone that's interested in, in kind of following you yeah. guys around and yeah what happened there did it did they get in touch with you
1: uh yeah so yeah we've got we've had a documentary um crew basically following uh, following us around since its inception um and uh yeah uh, they've i mean they're well-established guys like one of them um, used to work for like vice news and even used to do videos for like the un um and stuff like that and um and the other one um, is uh, uh, yeah, I can say then that uh, Sam Sapin and Paul Organ, um, mm. and they're they're fucking fa- fantastic. Paul Organ I've known since university, and he uh, introduced me to Sam. We we just went like they filmed a short of of me. It was just like a little like comedy blap or whatever they're called, yeah. but not actually one for the beefs It's just one for my mm. own amusement. I wasn't right? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. getting paid for it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, and yeah I just happened to mention this idea of like just like catching up like what are you doing and they were both like in, like looked at each other and sort of said oh could this like could this be a thing this is like really quite a unique yeah. unusual idea and I think this could be something and so I, I just oh look you know you, you're more than welcome to kind of follow our progress and mm. and yeah and get in you know just kind of get involved with it and then so they've just been following it ever since yeah. and then and and they've been in with they had a TV executive um, who's kind of helped them navigate themselves through the the labyrinthine uh, yeah. commission process of yeah. television. And uh, and he yeah he's a guy he's like a veteran he's he's got like BAFTAs, and he's done stuff with Timothy Spall and and, mm. and stuff like that. He's uh
0: It's great. that It's had such an impact, like you're saying, about all the people that got behind you originally. Yeah. And now yeah. people go and we could and. and I suppose for for one of you guys, uh, for you guys, the the exposure and highlighting the stuff that's going on in these in these care homes because it is interesting. I, I mean, I personally, when I think about care home, unless you have had a family member or someone or a friend that's been affected by it, and you and you go in there to see them, you just I just wouldn't think about you know about the care and about like the attention that these guys are getting. Yeah. So just for me alone like talking to you guys about it before and and now and looking more into it you know i think it's great what you're doing thank you thank you very much yeah
2: we really appreciate being able to talk to talk talk with you about it because Mm. i think these interactions normalize the idea of interacting with the elders yeah 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 and that's i think a massive part of what excites us about continuing the project is we're educating we're 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 Getting educated as we go on this journey, but hopefully there's going to be some f- positive fallout from yeah. that as well. And it's, it's a good we, we we've been kind of like like lightly
1: challenger. We we done a, a podcast with uh, Simon Kane for uh, ask the ask the industry podcast, mm. and this this helped us to. This helped us to kind of evaluate what we were doing and what, like, like motivation and stuff. And I said, you know, implicit within any charitable endeavour is there's a bit of self-interest, you know. You're doing something wonderful. It feels nice to do something wonderful. We and, want OBs. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. We want, we want OBs, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, but yeah, and so Simon was kind you know, we, we had a really constructive conversation with him and it opened up this idea of... What what we were doing and we Mm. we, so we had a second show and we all kind of came out of that one feeling quite disheartened. Um we couldn't really put our finger on it. It was it was a few different variables. The the home was like I think they had it was like a palace. Like it was like (laughs) they they had like like bagpipers going up and down oh, the corridor, they're like
2: gymnasts. A, <laughs> <gymnasium>. a top notch <laughs> private care home. Yeah, yeah. And the care being given was, you know, first class. Yeah, and yeah. And it felt like we were uh, very much not required. Yeah, and yeah. We made a choice after that that we wanted to make this a vehicle that would go to places where there was required, you know. Yeah. So,
0: how do you work that out then? Do you Have you got a list, a list of care homes that you you want to
1: try out they they kind of get in contact with us more than we approach them to be honest we've had like loads and loads and loads of uh, uh, emails and offers and like everything yeah it, it, the, the initial one was that much as the home I work at is yeah. like a good starting place um, and uh, but yeah we've had we've had uh, like, like so many different offers we can't take on much because it is a lot of preparation and a lot of work and organize
2: uh, like and, and, and cost as well yeah because we yeah. we this is our big project coming up is finding stable funding or a next yeah. round yeah. of funding yeah, it's next up provided the first round of funding
1: and they've been a huge uh, support and they really got us you know they they managed to like kind of drag us uh, out of it just being an idea into a, into a, into a reality, they um, mm. they were really helpful with that. But, but yeah, we need to make it financially sustainable so we can keep doing this. And yeah, that's something that we're so
0: with. you you got some shows coming up. Yeah, um, yeah. What's yeah. the best people best thing to say to people in terms of how if they want to help out or get involved or anything like that? I mean. Is, is there anything specifically um, we're,
2: um, we're, we're always on the scout for people who are confident promoters
1: yeah yeah comfortable
2: to work pro bono
1: yeah 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 and I like people who don't want any money <laughs> and uh, want, who want to give us loads of their time that's and, a great uh, <laughs>
2: we're also looking for someone who can um, assist with administrative, uh, administrative G, stuff yeah, yeah. because okay. a lot is slipping through the cracks with Pope and I both having jobs and stand-up careers yeah. and mm. various other things going on. Yeah. Um, it's like filling your pockets
1: with scraps of paper with like like 50p written on it. Like, <laughs> like what, what? Why did we spend the 50p again? It's like, yeah, I need. Yeah, we need something to do our. Our, our books or yeah. finances and, and just the, the, the administrative stuff just to take away that burden a little bit. But also, I mean, also just with general volunteers as well, like people who can help us organise the shows, like set up yep. seating and stuff like that. Um, transport. Yeah, transport. Just, uh, just, if
2: people have, have got um, care homes they can recommend or, yeah, and, have, yeah. and have personal relationships with, yeah, that's it, super and, and is there a
0: specific charity that's attached to this campaign? there no. isn't
2: we approached the alzheimer's society and they um gave us a tentative blessing and i feel like the best bet is for us to become ultimately a charity in our own yeah world. yeah
1: we're kind of like yeah like a non-profit in... we're yeah, a non-profit yeah yeah we but... are yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm a non-profit okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my life is a profit um, i
0: suppose you could think about maybe a uh, donation page or something this is what we yes. would say
1: yeah like, this is what we, we keep this is what people keep urging us uh, to do we we had some i can't remember through next up when they were really great with um getting us uh, promotional opportunities at the beginning and they were working with like someone else like a big promotion company i can't remember their name now but yeah the the lady um from that company was really helpful she yeah she said like you know really think about getting a kickstart mm. or get you know getting something mm. something set up i just i just always i always feel a bit uncomfortable I've, doing things i like feel
2: that. i feel like once we've uh ended this development phase and drawn our conclusions from it we're going to be able to sit down and figure out whether we want to approach uh bodies like the welcome yeah who, yeah yeah who who might want a scientific edge to this mm. or whether we want to uh, be autonomous mm. and go through Patreon and Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah. It's possible both, you know. It's it's going to be an increasingly uh, large undertaking, but...
0: I, I think people will definitely get behind this.
2: I yeah. Hope. yeah. I think it's an excellent idea. It's and, worth it.
0: And just going back to your point there, Pope, about, um, you know, feeling awkward about asking, I mean, like... I've done a Kickstarter that I did for a pilot, yeah, <laughs> for my, yeah, for my yeah. own pilot. <laughs> me, me and my team, and he's—he's
2: uh, he's the only one who's watching it. <laughs> <laughs> and we—you and, know—and
0: we and we raised the, we raised uh, above our, what the price that we we're asking for. Mm-hmm. But I can guarantee that this project that you guys are doing is of way more <laughs> kind of value, and you should really not feel awkward. <laughs>
1: We're asking. going to be millionaires. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I don't want to see that pilot. like Let's <laughs> turn this conversation around. Like, that's piqued my interest. <laughs>
0: Look, I, would, um, I will say this I, I will try and help in any way.
1: That's very I so kind of you, man. I really Massive. appreciate it. If you thank do you, need. Thank
0: you. My improv is okay.
1: Oh, no, no, <laughs> yeah. no. We'd love to have you on board yeah. um, on the merrier, you
0: know. And i have said that I'm on radio now. So I'll probably get that on radio, on the podcast. So, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe on the journey home I'll we'll get my producer, Ryan, to <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, um, listen, it's been really good talking to you. Yes, uh, likewise. Done,
1: Thank you so much. Learned loads
0: more. So, Pope and Ben, you still do your stand-ups as well. Yeah, we do. Any gigs
2: you want to plug while we're here? Yeah. yeah, come to see my residency at the Bath Sea Arts Centre in April. I'm doing two weeks. I'm developing a show with them. And then at the end of it, I'm going to put those shows on. I would love for you to come.
1: Uh, and I have... So I do a monthly stand-up night in Southend, uh, in Southend on sea. And we had uh, Tony Law at the last one. we had had like, Lou Sanders, Mr. Bentage. And mm. um, the next one is on... I do that with my... Close, close, close friend Michael Wheeler and Ewan Bar. And the next one's on the 13th of March, and we got Mo Omar, Mark Sealcox, Cap, Cap Bond, and Jeff Innocent And that's on the 13th in South End in the Railway. Also, I'm doing the, I'm doing the, my first ever set at uh, Backyard Comedy on the 1st Ooh, of March. Nice. So, yeah, big one, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, paint, paint is a great gig yeah it is it's, sterling, uh, sterling, get, sterling totally sterling. called it a, a comedy happening so yeah. uh, that, that was nice, nice one to say.
0: Ben thank you for the sweet tea <laughs> <laughs> it was delicious Pope it's nice to meet you yeah, and I, I you. truly wish you all the best with this
1: thanks buddy thank you so, thank much. You so much and we'll speak again soon it delight thank you
0: Two lovely people doing lovely things. Thank you, Ben, and thank you, Pope. And if you want to do your bit, why not visit Dementia UK? Maybe make a donation to that charity, or just make an effort to be, you know, nicer to people, no matter what their age. I can tell you that my guest next week is is the hilarious Thomas Grey. I suppose you've probably seen him in a video in which he plays kind of like a posh kid that's just come off a stag do and he's retelling events that happened on the stag do. It's very amusing and it was a viral hit, although he's done uh, lots of marvellous things since then, including a few of his own shows on BBC Three, and we will be talking about that. Why not add my comedy group Selden Differ on Facebook? Why not? Why not do that? You should do it, because we've had some pretty good filming days recently, and there's some smashing photos up there, so you should definitely check that out, as well as all my other sociables. Thank you once again to my rate good producer, Ryan Howes. Remember, guys, seeing is skilliving. Thanks again. Bye. Follow me on Twitter, at Matt Scalington. Follow my comedy group too, at Seldom Differ Comedy. And you can get me on Instagram, baby! Sca leave it or not, I've just talked on air and I probably drunk my tea. I chatted the breeze and I hope that you cared. Who could it have been? Sca it or not, it was just me. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, good night!